What's going on everyone and welcome back to another One Dream Fishing Podcast. If y'all are returning listeners or new listeners, hit that subscribe button and if you like this kind of content, go and head over to our YouTube and Instagram. We are constantly putting up new content. But like I said, if you are a new or returning, I'm Jacob. I'm Mark. And I'm Reese. And we are at the Dallas Baptist University recording studio, which can also commonly be referred to as our dorm. (laughs) But let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. We're going to be talking about kind of the recent events that have unfolded in what city in Florida were you all in? Leesburg. Leesburg, Florida, and Coleman, Alabama for the FLW National Championship for the College Series and also the Bassmaster College Qualifier, good (laughs) lord, the Bassmaster College Qualifier on Smith Lake and then their National Championship on the Harris Chain of Lakes. So let's go and start out with kind of what happened in practice. Y'all start it off. Alright, so uh, for the National Championship, uh, Mark and I were uh, at Harris Chain of Lakes and so there's like how many lakes is there, Mark? I think there's around nine. Yeah, so there's a lot of water for us to break down, and they're all basically giant ponds. I think the deepest one of them got we saw was like 28 foot, and that was in a hole. But the rest of the lakes are like 10, 12 foot max, yeah. so they're just basically giant ponds. And so uh, you can't really go scan these lakes. You really have to fish them to find where the fish are and really figure them out. And so uh, we had picked out a couple lakes that we wanted to go to and practice. And uh, I think after day one, we, we uh, spent the whole day up in uh, Lake Griffin. And so we had found uh, a couple fish, not, nothing real special, but um, we really didn't want to spread ourselves out. And so we spent both days up in Griffin uh, just to really break down an area. And we felt like that was the best way for us to get uh, find some bites and really find something consistent that we could win a tournament with. So... Uh, yeah, you want to tell them what we Yeah, so uh, the good part about this, and well, good and bad part about this, was the pros were actually fishing the Harris Chain right before we got there. So the good thing was we were getting to see who was winning, the top five guys, what they were doing. Uh, the bad thing is the lakes were getting pretty pressured. But, um, so we watched Laramie Strickland. He won, and uh, the way he won was by punching mats. So they had a cold front come through, and on day two, he caught 30 pounds punching mats, which makes sense. The big females getting ready to spawn were tucking up under those mats that were holding heat. So uh, we also were having a cold front come through. Um, not quite as drastic, I don't think. So um, we we went into practice uh, with basically the mindset that uh, flipping was going to get the big bites. So um, day one, we spent most of our day in the back of this um Kind of the back of this creek, these backwaters, it was troll motor only waters. And uh, we saw we saw some big fish cruising, had some fish on beds, um, but weren't really getting the bites. So um, the second day we focused more um, more canals and almost main lake areas. And uh, we had one spot, well, <laughs> excuse me. Um, we started in the back of this canal on day two and uh, it kind of looked different than any other part of the lake. Uh, the water was super tannicky, which in the back of other canals, it wasn't really that Florida tannicky water. It was kind of muddy. So this water we were in was super tannicky, and we weren't flipping it for 10 minutes, and Reese caught a 7-pounder flipping in this, like, thick, heavy-covered bush. Yeah, and a big old thorn bush. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
we uh, we kind of just troll motored out of there. We figured there was going to be more fish in there, and um, sadly we were wrong. But um, in the mouth of that canal, there was a grass flat, so um, we were throwing weightless sinkos out there, and we were seeming to get like two, two and a half, three pound fish. And we were catching, we were getting a lot of bites. I mean, like I put a sinko on, yeah, and it was like instant bites. So we figured that we could go there and catch some fish, and so that was just a the confidence booster. Um, we figured because nobody did well in the pro tournament that um, those offshore grass flats weren't really going to be the the way to do it. Um, and so we kind of just went looking for a flipping bite. The rest of practice, we kept that big tungsten in our hand. I think we rotated like a two ouncer, a three quarter, and then yeah. a one and one a quarter. And so we were rotating all those, really trying to find exactly where those fish were. And I mean, you would think after practice we would have found something. No, we didn't find anything flipping. Uh, we just had that one canal, and I had caught that big seven pounder. So we, you know, we figured that there was going to be some more fish in those canals, and uh, we were wrong about that. But we yeah. expected that to be uh, the way to get a bigger bite. And so we kind of going into the tournament, we expected to be able to punch for uh, most of the day, and we were really hoping for five five bites. And we figured if we could get five bites doing the flipping thing, that they're going to end up being big ones, and so that was really our game plan after practice. Yeah, so, um... So, before I talk about what happened at Smith Lake, I just want to say something real quick. What was y'all's average, like, weather day? Like, what was the temp outside? Oh, it was a solid 55 in the morning, sometimes 60 in the morning. We got up to 80. Yeah, it got into the low 80s on one day. Okay, so, so y'all nice get to see... Warm what it was like there in Leesburg, Florida. Now as we switched to Coleman, Alabama, we were in a total opposite. Uh, it was raining, it was anywhere from around, I think our lowest was 29, I think the hottest we got was 60. So uh, majority of the time it was just plain miserable. <laughs> but uh, I'll go, go ahead and start with my first day of practice. I think we had three or four days of practice which was almost double their time which was pretty nice but the first day we got there and the lake was up almost eight nine feet which for their summer pool it was up like 22 feet which was kind of crazy to think about actually the first day like we launched in the parking lot which was pretty crazy but uh we got out there and it was just something uh I knew what I was coming into that it was a going to be a deep water lake but I didn't quite realize when I got off the ramp and it was 85 foot deep right there. It was kind of a shocker. But uh, we kind of just went around and started patterning. Not really patterning. But we started catching fish on secondary points where there was brush on a net rig, a drop shot. And we just really couldn't get bit everywhere. It was kind of like some areas you'd get bit once and you'd catch like a three pound spot. And then you'd go some other areas and it just wouldn't happen it you really couldn't replicate that everywhere on the lake, which was frustrating. And we kind of ran with that, trying to pattern these secondary points till I think our second or third day. And I think it was our third day of practice. And we were like, we got to come to the realization that this is not going to be a pattern. And I think we might have run with that too long. But uh, it was just something like you're on a predominantly spotted bass lake and you really want to try to find these spots but it just really didn't work out for us we would catch one here and there but just nothing nothing that we could run with so on the last day of practice 
we actually decided to go as far as we could up in a creek and go flipping, try to catch some largemouth. And I think in like 30 minutes we got six bites and just shook them all off. And two of them felt like they were pretty decent fish. So we're like, you know what? Everybody's got like that inclination. Like when you go out there, you wanna you wanna drop the hammer, but you gotta throw the dice every once in a while. So basically, that's what we get, did going into tournament day. But uh, I'll let y'all switch back to tournament day. Yeah, uh, before that, um, I want to ask, how deep was the water in the backs of the creeks that you were in? The backs of the creeks I was in, uh, it all depended on the creek, honestly. Some of the creeks we'd be flipping and you would literally have like maybe a two foot stretch that would be like six foot and then it would be 30. <laughs> and that's in the back to the creek. That's in the back. <laughs> yeah, crazy. then we're, we're down here in Florida and like two foot of water. Yeah, like, we were literally <laughs> flipping bluff walls, which were, I think they dropped just straight vertical. And it would be like, you're literally like, I can spit <clears throat> to the shore and I'm in 95 foot of water. It was, it was an insane feeling. And the hardest part, like trying to get a dock bite you got all these cables because they're all floating docks, so you can't go anywhere. There's cables going everywhere. You oh, can't so cast. They, okay, so you get hung up. Or yeah, the or you or... try to get in there and you risk damaging the boat. I mean, it's giant metal cables everywhere. I've heard uh, that a lot of uh, sometimes the bass will suspend on those metal cables. They're in the air. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't <laughs> think they would. Yeah, they're on that bike line. Wild, All right, so uh, I guess we'll go into the tournament day for us uh, for Mark and I. So our plan going for day one uh, for the FLW National Championship was we were going to lock up through uh, to Lake Griffin and so our plan going in we, we knew we weren't on like a crazy bite. Uh, we were just expecting to be able to flip and we were just going for the win honestly and so we we figured if we could get five bites we were gonna uh, be able to get the right sack to win and so we started in the canal where I caught that seven pounder and uh, we, we flipped for two and a half hours continuously and uh, we weren't able to get any fish in there which was really uh, it was hard on us mentally we were like man we don't know if we should keep at this or just go out to this flat and really catch them and so uh, Mark didn't want to know. Yeah so we ended up um, actually when we first got there in the first like five minutes I chunked a chatterbait right down the middle of that canal uh, right at the mouth and caught like a pound and a half on a chatterbait so we were coming back out of that canal after flipping it, and uh, man, we were flipping just the most beautiful stuff, and we were like, all right, any any cast now, any flip now, it's going to be a big one, and unfortunately, we didn't, that did not happen, so we went back out towards the mouth, and the same thing, I threw a chatterbait and caught another one. I was like, okay, Reese, I think uh, the majority of these bass are staging up out here on this hydrilla flat, or they're, they're like coming out and coming in at the same time because the bass were in all three stages so the majority of the fish were out towards the mouth and then in front of the canal so uh, we moved off um, into the hydrilla flat about I don't know 20 40 yards in front of the canal and um, Reese ties on a weightless Cinco and about this time the camera guy pulls up and uh, they're like you catching any and we're like oh no we got two two babies we're trying to get a limit out here and in the next five minutes, Reese is like, Mark, Mark, I'm getting bit. Freaking just loads up on one, smokes one, and uh, ended up being a three-pounder, and the guy got it on camera. It was, it was awesome. We were on the cover of the FLW National Championship update. It was super cool. And uh, then we proceeded to get our limit out there. 
um, out there in the main lake area on the Hydrilla Flats. We moved in um, on the uh, main lake banks around the um, canals and uh, we started flipping lily pads. I ended up catching a four pounder under the lily pads. So uh, we managed to get a limit that day and scrape up what we had left of that day, which was which was a mental win for us. Um, it really was. Yeah, we had talked a lot about we can't get spun out. We can't let our heads get the best of us. And uh, basically going through the entire morning and only having one small fish was pretty, uh, it's pretty uh, hard mentally on you. So uh, I was so, super proud of us for making that adjustment and going out and getting a limit. And uh, we ended up weighing. Yeah, we had like 12 pounds, nine ounces. Yeah. And what was crazy about catching that limit was we caught, we had the GoPros rolling. And so you'll see uh, the video if you go over to our YouTube channel, Wondering Fishing. Yes. Um, You'll see the video of the tournament. We're gonna have both Jacob's uh, tournament video and ours together. But uh, we caught all those fish in 43 minutes, which was crazy to to see just how quick a day can turn around. So it was just like a testament to never to never give up, as Mike Iaconelli <laughs> says. So it was really cool. And uh, yeah, so that's really what we did for the rest of the day. And uh, we locked up and weighed 12 pounds nine ounces, and uh, it was good for us because you know it was just mental and. We were able to keep ourselves in it. You know, the last thing we wanted to do was go to Florida and fish the first day of the tournament and be completely out of the tournament. Right. And so we were, I mean, we were pretty far away from the lead. I mean, I think somebody weighed in 24 pounds. Yeah. But, uh, but just, the cut line was 10th place, so they take the top 10 to day three, and that was uh, was a weight for, for uh, 10th place. 10th place is like 18. 18. Yeah, so we were, I mean, we were six pounds out. And, you know, you figure uh, the final day of the tournament, it's gonna die out. People aren't gonna catch them as good as they did, and so yeah. the weights are gonna slip up a little bit, and that's what we're expecting. And we just hope that we were gonna keep ourselves in it, and uh, yeah, we I think we did that, and we had hope that we can actually go out and make that cut the second day. Absolutely, you can't you can't win it on the first day, but you can definitely lose it. So we're six pounds out of the cut uh, in Florida. That was just that's that's one fish. Oh yeah, you can get that so, real easy. Yeah, so uh, we went into day two with a pretty good game plan and talk about that in a minute all right so my day one did not go as planned you know uh like i was saying in practice we kind of went with the mindset that we were going to roll the dice and just go for a five bag of largemouth and in this tournament if you catch even one day of a bag of largies you can really that can take you a long way on a spotted bass lake but actually the night before the tournament as we were rigging up I was actually calling Mark and Reese, seeing how their day one tournament went, and they're like, hey, how's the weather down there, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I'm actually rigging up in the snow right now, but, <laughs> so yeah, we were kind of getting worried about how that would affect. We had a major cold front move in the night before the tournament, which it had already been kind of cold, so we didn't think it would be a major change in water temp, but we were very, very wrong. We went to our first spot, which the day before we were, we were reading 53, 54 in the back of that creek, and we pulled up there, and we were reading like 45, 46 in that creek, which was a major change, and I, I think everything was either in the middle, suspending, and very hard to catch, but they were not, they were not on the flipping bite, and it was just pretty, pretty hard to, like, witness that, like, you're throwing the dice, it just really didn't work out. We caught, like, two or three short fish. And actually on that leg, everything is 15 inches. So we were catching like 14 and three quarter inch fish. And kind of we just got spun out. We didn't have a fish in the boat at like one o'clock. 
we're like, you know what, screw this, we're gonna go after spots and just kinda ran some points and just never got on anything good. And I think that was our biggest thing. I think if we were gonna commit to the largemouth, we needed to just wait and hope that that shoreline heats up and something happens, but it just didn't work out for us the first day. But we knew we were kinda still in it because I think they take the top 25 to the natty and 25th place was like 10 pounds. So we weren't crazy out of it, but we were changing things up for day two for sure. Back to y'all's day two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we started uh, the second day of the FLW National Championship the exact same way that we started the first day. We had to lock through, took about an hour and a half off our day, um, and we, we had a better game plan. We had figured out that that main leg stuff was a little bit better and so we started on that hydrilla flat and hoped to get a limit real quick and then we were going to build the rest of the day off that trying to get some big bites flipping so that's exactly what we did we went to the our flat we caught some fish um i think we had what like just eight pounds or something yeah like, that. so we had i mean the the keeper size out there is 12 inches so we didn't really have much in the hydrilla flat but we were uh i was throwing around a, a weightless six inch cinco on my bait caster, and that's what the good thing about that uh, big Senko is that you can throw it on big gear, and so that's you really need that in Florida. You need to be able to throw it on a bait caster and winch them out of that grass where they'll bog you down and come off. And so that's what I did. Uh, Mark threw around a cutter worm on the outside of uh, these pad, these isolated pad fields with sticks. Uh, and anytime he uh, would find a stick inside like a little group of pads or something, he would catch a fish. Like it was like he could call it every yeah. time. So that was really cool to see that we kind of had a little pattern. Um, obviously it wasn't the right size of fish, but, um, so while he was doing that, I was casting over the shoulder because it was basically the, the group of pads were on the left kind of towards the bank and then the hydrilla was out off the bank. And so I was casting off and he was casting out the, um, pads. And so we kind of did that and caught a limit. And then, uh, what do we do after the limit? Uh, yeah, so we got a limit, small fish, like we said, about eight pounds and, um, we planned on going to an area where we went for the first day of practice. Um, had a bunch of pad fields and a lot of heavy cover to flip. And it was more main lake stuff. So we were we figured, you know, most of the fish are out on the main lake. You know, if we can go punch some and flip some main lake cover and stuff, we're liable to get a big bite. So we went to this area and uh, had we rotated three-quarter to two-ounce weights, punching these mats and stuff, and, uh, I mean, it was the most beautiful mats I have ever seen. I mean, it looked like, I mean, we're going to whack 25 pounds. <laughs> nope. I mean, yeah, nothing. Yeah, it we was... We sat there for two hours. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, yeah, we were flipping, and, I, like, same thing. I was like, Reese, like, any flip, any cast could be a freaking 10-pounder. And, uh, finally, I think, no, we flipped for, like, three and a half, four hours. Oh, we stuck to it. Like a like we put our heads down and went to work. And uh, we were like, all right, the last 45 minutes of the day, I was like, yeah, this this ain't happening. We need to go go somewhere. Let's go finish the day. I was like, I just want to catch some fish. Mm -hmm. Let's go Let's go back to our, the hydrilla flat. Like, Reese is like, let's go. <laughs> so we pull up there, and like my second cast, I catch a two and a half pounder. I was like, golly. I called out like a one, and I was like, oh, man, I think if we could have sat here, we probably would have caught 15 pounds, which wouldn't have been enough, but I think there could have been some big ones out there. 
And uh, so we headed into the scales. Um, we ended up weighing like nine. Well, tell them what happened right before the lock. So we were we were coming back to oh yeah, to yeah. Harris. And so there's like this group of boats waiting to lock, and we're coming in. There's I think there's like six of them, and it's nine boat locks. So we were perfect timing. We were just gonna fish until we got there. And Mark made a cast around the edge of this little group of pads, and we'd be like, I mean, imagine if you caught one right here. This would be perfect. Yeah. Catches Whack. like a two pounder. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, and he boat flips it, and so that was just like a little godsend fish. Uh, not a little godsend fish, we called out a one pounder with a two right there in front of the lock, it was awesome. All the guys looked back, they're like, oh wow, I was like, yeah, I caught a two pounder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we didn't have any time to fish after that, so uh, we headed to the scales and uh, weighed in 9.3, is that yeah, right? Yeah, 9 pounds, 3 ounces. So, it wasn't, uh, obviously wasn't the finish we were looking yeah. for, we went. I mean, we were hoping to get the dub, obviously, um, but like I looked, I marked like halfway through the day, as we were flipping, I was like, man, I mean, look at where we're at right now. Exactly. We're in Florida, we're, I mean, we're surrounded by beautiful wildlife, and this place is just gorgeous, so uh, we got to give a big thank you to DBU and everyone yes. who really supported us and allowed us to get to this point because, I mean, we're extremely blessed to be here, and uh, where we're at is pretty awesome absolutely absolutely and on top of that I think there was only around give or take 10 teams uh, 10 freshman teams there and uh, out of 164 160 yeah, something, something like, that. like that so to qualify for a national championship on your freshman semester is uh, pretty cool so uh, we hope we can do it again this semester which would be awesome so uh, all in all we finished uh, 67th place out of 160 something teams so uh, not terrible for our first national championship, but uh, definitely not where we want to be. So we're looking forward to uh, trying to qualify again and going back next year. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, going into my day two, we knew the largemouth thing just wasn't a viable option anymore. So we went into day two thinking, you know what, we're just going to run our spot points until we can't run them anymore and just see what happens. We knew we needed right about 20 pounds if we wanted to make something of this tournament. So we ran spot points for a while and just nothing was happening. And that's kind of the point where we started to scramble, which isn't always the best thing, but I think sometimes you need to do it and kind of just get somewhere else and clear your head. So we uh, ran way up the creek that we had got those largemouth bite, checked out the water temp. It just wasn't feeling right, if you know what I mean. And uh, we decided we were just going to throw it all away and we were going to go fish some bluff walls. And uh, grabbed out the drop shot, started fishing these bluff walls. And I mean, we literally caught probably 35, 40 fish off of these bluff walls with just a little morning dawn drop shot right on these edges. Which is like literally when I say an edge, it's like a 50 foot drop of an edge. But uh, just kind of going down back and forth on the bluff walls. And we only ended up catching two of them, which were keepers, which is... Pretty amazing considering we caught almost 40 fish and all of them were like 14 and three quarters. It's so frustrating. It, it was incredibly frustrating because it's like you're thinking, should I go do something else? Should I stop doing this? But you're like, if I'm catching this many fish, one of them's got to be like at least a three pounder, right? And then it just never happened for us. But, you know, if I could go back, I'd probably say to put more time and practice on those bluff walls and maybe just chase spots and try to be more consistent. But you know, it was definitely a big learning curve and I enjoyed being out there. I feel like if we probably would've went like two weeks later, it would've been absolutely 
just a smash fest on the docks. Uh, last year when they went, they actually just like smoked them with swim baits on docks. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. Which was, that would have been really fun, but it just didn't set up for that. It was actually a really tough tournament on everyone. The first day, actually 78 teams zeroed, which is incredible in a Bassmaster tournament. And I think it was 56 or more teams only had one fish. So it was, yeah. it was tough on everyone. It only took up around... 10 pounds to qualify and 10 and a half pounds to make the final day so that's how close the weights were mm. but you know it was a awesome learning experience kind of bouncing back on what reese was saying just uh thank you so much for dbu supporting us i know this wasn't any of our best finishes but just their continued support for us to allow to live our dreams i mean traveling to alabama traveling to florida i know we complain about these not being the best events but we are just truly blessed to be able to do this in college. But I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, like uh, we were saying earlier in the video, uh, go check out our YouTube for our travel vlog and our tournament video. That'll be kind of like all the footage from us traveling and then during the tournament what happened. Sure. And uh, we'll also be putting out, uh, we're going this Friday, we're going to leave for the Bassmaster Classic. We're going to be getting some footage. Uh, of the pros, what they're catching them on. We're going to get the whole uh, 50th anniversary video. Uh, so if you're going to want to watch that, uh, go check us out on YouTube at One Dream Fishing. And as always, thanks for watching. God, God bless. bless. And we'll see you on the next, next episode of One, One Dream, Dream Fishing. Fishing. Woo!